the Draft Fantasy Podcast. Bonus brief. Hello, fantasy managers. Welcome to the Draft Fantasy Podcast bonus brief for the upcoming Game Week 36. I'm Alfie. It's me. Hello. How are you? Spring is sprung. I can hear birdsong and how lovely. How lovely. Of course, that means there's only three game weeks left. Uh, Before we join the secret journalist on the phone, let's have a very brief look at the shenanigans of game week 35. It was, of course, a double game week. The last double game week. And considering how difficult they proved to predict and the fact that I'm yet to benefit from one. Uh, Good riddance, I say. Uh, The real people to benefit were Man City defenders. They got a double clean sheet. But aside from that, a lot of players scored highly from having a rather splendid singular game week. The the old-fashioned way. Uh, With that in mind, the top player was Iosi Perez, who, of course, scored that hat-trick. And then Delafeo and Johnny. Johnny! Johnny Otto from Wolves. Yeah, he did pretty well. Uh, so that's about it. So we can now bring the secret journalist into the conversation. Hello, Phil. All right, Alfie. <laughs> All right, mate. Uh, so yeah, game week. All right. Uh, game week thirty-five. That was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Wait, I, I had fun. You, you had you scored a massive eighty-seven, was it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was in the eighties. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've kind of filled my boots in that double game week. <laughs> I wondered why you sounded so buoyant today. Um, <laughs> now, Phil, if, if Game Week 35 has taught me anything, it's that football is a total lottery and we shouldn't bother trying to predict it. I mean, right. uh, Shane Long scored, Andre Gay, yeah. uh, Andre Gray scored, sorry, Wijnaldum scored, Ozil scored, Lucas Perez scored, Iosi Perez scored a hat-trick, and Benteke yeah. scored and assisted. Yeah. And when I asked you last week, was there any value in United players, you should have said No. Well, I, I mean, I think I think my prediction that there's no value in Man United players proved proved correct. <laughs> I think I think having having watched the, I mean, I was I was working on that game last night, the uh, the Manchester derby, and um, whilst they whilst they kind of chipped away and battled a little bit first half, as soon as City scored, I've never seen a team crumble uh, quite as quickly as that. They just look shambolic. So no, I don't, I don't think there is much value in Man United players. Because okay. because he, he's now at the point where where I don't think he even knows what his strongest team is anymore. No, he's got no idea. Is he? He's just a bit lost. Bless him, bless him, eh? Going back to his nineties yeah, references all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this part of the season is becoming quite funny now, isn't it? Because uh, have you noticed the trades and transfers uh, between managers becoming quite hilariously desperate and outrageous? For example, in our league, we've got uh, Moon Dale and myself. Uh, Moon has has acquired Rico Yoshida, Lewis Duncan, Dale Stevens. And myself, mm. I've drawn in Sean Morrison, Keita, and Benteke. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever works for you. Um, I I, uh, I benefited myself because Dow dangled a beautiful cat in front of me to take Shane Duffy off my hands, and and that's worked out spectacularly well for him. <laughs> and for us, no doubt. And, yeah, and, and yeah, come very much for you. So let's look at game week thirty six then. Um, there's some fixtures I was. I was going. I thought we should look at the re- relegation battlers. So first of all, right, okay. Brighton against Newcastle. Now this is uh, an interesting one for me because Brighton very capable of a nil-nil draw. Are they going to go for a win against Newcastle? Do they have to, or is a nil-nil suitable for them? Considering that uh, Almiron's injury for Newcastle as well makes them a bit blunt. 
No, no they're, they've got to win this. That that they 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 need to go for the win for this one. And how how think about that? I don't know because they're not they're not exactly free scoring, are they, Brighton? But they need they need to win this game. So they, they've got to they've got to add a little bit of risk into their game because the the remaining fixtures that they've got left after this. If they don't win this, leaves the door wide open for Cardiff to potentially potentially steal a march on them. Yeah, because they got Newcastle this week, then Arsenal away, and then of course that um, that easy team, Man City at home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you think they're going to go for a win then? Oh, well, I think I think they've got to. I think they've got to because because if they make like for example, you, you see who Cardiff are playing this week, and I'm sure you're going to come on to this, obviously. But Cardiff are playing at Fulham now. Cardiff are very you know got every chance of winning that game considering how Fulham have been most of this season. If if it if it goes down into those last two sets of get our last two fixtures and Cardiff have gone level with Brighton and it's just goal difference. I don't think Brighton will feel very happy or comfortable with that situation at all, considering the remaining fixtures. No. All right, fine. So who's going to score for Brighton then? Well, <laughs> this is where, this is where you've got to sort of take a bit of a punt. Like if they, if they have to be a little bit more offensive and they have to, they have to go out and try and win the game, then you're looking at players like Knockart and, and, potentially Solly March. I mean, Murray's obviously their main striker and you've got to imagine that they'll play him because he's the one that, that, that there's looked at or even semi-likely to score goals for him. Um, but yeah, I, I would think that it's those creative players that they need to start looking to if they're going to get a result and, and knock out the most lively player they've got. So he, yeah, it might be. I mean, it's a punt because he's not. He's he's very much in and out of the side. But I, th- I think maybe he might be worth looking at. And is uh, Pascal Gross close to getting back to the form that he showed last season? Just for these final three fixtures. Well, I mean, he's capable. You know, he's capable. He plays in a slightly different position for him now, though, don't I mean? Because he, he, I don't think they're deploying him quite as far forward as they were last season. He was playing very much as a number ten last year, and whilst he still obviously takes free kicks and 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 still sort of delivers set pieces, he's not quite as maybe impactful in the in the you know kind of attacking third of the pitch as he was last year. Um, so you, you know you, you pick him at, uh, maybe a calculated gamble but you pick him maybe having to acknowledge that he, he might not be that player that you thought he might have been last season Yeah. plus he's had, he's had a lot of injury problems this year hasn't he as well and I think he struggled for form as a result of that mm, gross impact uh, so is it a good thing for Brighton that Newcastle season looks to be over and that Almiron is injured and well, yeah, I mean, that, in theory, that should help Brighton, but it but it also makes Newcastle a, a, a dangerous team to play against for them. I mean, you, there, there are two, there are different philosophies for it, aren't there? I mean, you could look at it and say, well, they've got nothing to play for, so therefore Brighton are, have got a better chance of winning that game. But equally so, Newcastle might just see it as a free hit. And, you know, they go there, play with slightly slightly more, you know, carefree abandon. And, and they're not a bad side, Newcastle. They might not be as efficient and as, you know, kind of as talented man-for-man-wise as, as some of the other teams in the league. But they've got players that can hurt you. I mean, Perez has, has himself has, has been pretty consistent over, over, over periods of this season. Rondon's a good player. He can hurt you. They've got other players that, can, that could potentially, you know, do, do Brighton a mischief this weekend. Mm. Squeaky bum time then. Yeah, very much so. So, your prediction for this match? Um, I'll go for... All right, I'll give Brighton the benefit of the doubt. They'll sneak a 1-0 win. Yeah, it was one nil to Brighton in the reverse fixture at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I think I think they'll sneak. They'll, they'll find something. They'll, they'll, it'll be tight and it'll be it'll be pressure and it'll be tense and it, there'll be a lot of unhappy people in that stadium for a long period of time. And they'll probably they'll probably nick one. Murray will probably score one in I don't know like that 65th minute and they'll they'll hold on for a win. I think they'll just sneak it. Mm, nice, tasty. Okay, let's let's move on to Cardiff then. So as we said, uh, Cardiff away to Fulham. Fulham on the back of 
two clean sheets and two wins. And Cardiff, Cardiff, without doubt, are going to go for the win here. They're going to go for win for the remaining fixtures, aren't they? Yeah, they are, yeah. Same, same deal as Brighton. Cardiff have to win this game. They, they have to go and try and get a result here. They'll see this game very much as a, um, regardless of what happens at Brighton, we, they need to put that pressure on them. They need to make Brighton think that they've got to get a result either against Arsenal or Man City. And if, if Cardiff lose this game and give Brighton a get-out clause to, to not have to worry too much about those two remaining fixtures, then it, it's a massive opportunity lost. So yeah, Cardiff need to win this game. So I've, I've picked up um, Morrison. What's his name? Sean Morrison, a defender. Cause... Yeah, yeah. Because he's due a goal, isn't he, after his back header last week? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he's he's a uh, he, he he's the kind of player, potentially he's the kind of player that could that, that could do you do you something. I mean, isn't his? I keep seeing various people in our league do talk about xG and all this kind of nonsense stats that get thrown around. But isn't Morrison's xG regard like ridiculously high for a defender who never scores? Apparently so. Yeah. So. He's, and, and 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 I'm not saying that that necessarily is going to result in anything this week, but you know you've got to take a gamble. You've got to play the odds a little bit sometimes, and you know he, he might have a chance of doing something for you. He might keep a clean sheet. I don't know. Fulham are in the are in the same boat as what Newcastle are, aren't they? Because Fulham have got nothing to lose. They can just go for it and, and have a and have a little of a free hit with this game. I just think Cardiff are a, they're they're, they're a, a, a kind of nasty side to play against. Aren't they? They're a difficult side, and if and Warnock's going to go there and and set them up to to bully, try and bully Cardiff a little bit. Uh, sorry, bully Fulham a little bit. I think, and maybe get a penalty. <laughs> potentially, yeah, 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 potentially. But I think it, it comes it comes down to the same sort of players that you're looking at for Cardiff. Because I mean, if, if you look at them over the course of the season, they, they've, most of the games that they've won have tended to be you know they've, they've snuck a win here and there. And, and one of their slightly more creative, slightly more um, flair players have come to the fore and nicked a nicked a goal for them. So you'd be looking at similar players to. To, to what Brighton have got. So players like Camarasa and Junior Hoyler, maybe that Mendes Lang might get a shot. He scored recently, didn't he? And that that might be the that might be the player that might nick, nick them a win there. Yeah, they go they'll go for a one 0 won't they? That's the, that's the plan. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that, that that is very much the plan. You know, sneak a one 0 win, put the pressure on Brighton. All right. So is that what you're going to go for a one 0 win for Cardiff? Yeah, I'll, I'll go one 0 with Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got a one 0 win for Brighton, one 0 win for Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. Talk about <laughs> excitement. <laughs> it looks about right. That's good though for us. Right, this, before we do the clean sheet po- forecast, do we have to now, with the clean sheet forecast for the remaining uh, fixtures, do we have to adjust how we predict the clean sheets this time of season? Uh, is it is it now the time to play as few defenders as possible? Uh, are none of the middling clubs ever going to keep a clean sheet again? Um no, I'm not actually sure I necessarily buy into that theory. I still think you can. I still think there's value in defenders. I don't think you need to like throw the baby out with the bathwater to some extent. Like I was looking at, I was looking at last season and and what happened in May for the, like the last few fixtures, and there was still, you know, in 26 games played in May last season, there was 18 clean, uh, clean sheets kept by sides. So there's still value there. You know, there's still. I think what you'll get is you'll get the odd game that's a bit mental. Um, like last year wasn't it didn't Spurs beat Leicester like 5-4 or something ridiculous like that I think there was one game like that you're always going to get the odd result particularly in the, maybe like the last round of fixtures where it's going to be a little bit mad but I think in general there is definitely still value in looking at um, in looking at defenders and ones that keep clean sheets I'd, I, I, I definitely wouldn't I definitely wouldn't change it and like massively overhaul everything yeah, okay uh, so clean sheet prediction forecast and have you got yours lined up Game week yeah, well, I and mean, we've covered two of them, haven't we? I suppose, but um, yeah, I've, I've gone for the, like those one 0 wins. So Cardiff and Brighton, I'm, I'm going to plump for just those two. 
Well, no, no. There's, I mean, Liverpool as well. I think Liverpool are keep a clean sheet because they're playing Huddersfield at home, aren't they? Mm. Um, and I think probably Spurs will keep a clean sheet as well. And then Man City against Burnley? Uh, I don't know. I think Man City might concede. I think they'll win, but I think they might concede. Mm, interesting. Well, I've gone for Liverpool, Newcastle, Prime, Man City, Wolves. I don't know why. Just... I, I've given up now. Fair enough. <laughs> no, no, you, you've gone for Wolves against Watford. You've gone for a, a clean sheet. Wolves are angry. Wolves are not having, and Watford. Hmm, I've see being a, a support of a club that's done the FA Cup run. I sort of know you sort of switch off this time of season. I I wonder whether those two might go like proper after what happened at Wembley. Those two might go proper hell for leather at each other. I wonder if it might be like a, like a big like a three two or something again like that a proper big scoring game. Man. Ooh. Okay. Well, let's look at the rest of the fixtures then. So uh, let's go through on Friday. We've got a Friday night football. Hmm. Liverpool against Huddersfield. Saturday, the twenty seventh of April, we've got Tottenham against West Ham. Crystal Palace against Everton. Fulham against Cardiff. Southampton against Bournemouth. Watford against Wolves, Brighton against Newcastle, and then Sunday the 28th, you've got Leicester against Arsenal. It's Jamie Vardy express train going on there. Uh, Burnley against Man City, and the big one, Man United versus Chelsea. How's that one going to go, Phil? Uh, I think Chelsea will probably win it. Maybe they might sneak that, maybe 1 0 or 2 1. And I imagine Pedro coming for Hudson Adoy. Well, yeah, you would think so, wouldn't you? So, yeah, I would think I would think he'll play. He'll go back to his tried and trusted. I think you'll probably see William and Pedro play. Um, probably, I mean, he might stick Higuain back in and then, and then have Hazard behind him. I think that's probably the most likely. Mm, as long as Loftus-Cheek plays, I don't mind. Thanks very much then, Phil. Thanks for taking the time to speak to us. Uh, good luck with your game week coming up. And we'll speak to you next week for hopefully a full show. Cheers, Al. Thanks then, Phil. Bye. See you later. Bye. Oh, Phil. Oh, he's, he's gone. Uh, so that's it then, guys, realistically. Uh, just let's go over our Game Week 36 summary. Yeah, we're doing summaries. That's what we do. Uh, so don't forget, it's Friday night football, which means Friday night deadline, or Friday evening deadline. Uh, our clean sheets for a clean sheet forecast predictions this week. Uh, Phil went with Cardiff, Brighton, Liverpool, and Spurs, just those four, whereas I went Liverpool, Newcastle, Brighton, Man City Wolves. I think that means Newcastle Brighton nil nil. By the way, I'm not convinced. I'm convinced by my own predictions. If I'm honest, it's tough to call this week. Uh, player tips: Ooh, Liverpool players. They're playing Huddersfield. Just go all out, Liverpool, if you can. Uh, Kaida Kato, whatever his name is, is apparently key figure again. But then again, who knows? Um, bearing in mind that Liverpool and Spurs have Champions League semi-finals this coming week, midweek as well. That there may be rotation, or there may not. Um, they might want to keep momentum. So I know that's not much of an answer, but you're just going to have to, you're just going to have to feel it. And maybe it's better off going with the low, lower teams, go for Cardiff or Brighton players. They're fighting for their lives down there. So you never know. Could be good. Uh, we'll talk more next week, of course. Do get in touch at Draft Fan, art, at, art, at Draft Fancy Pod. Um, and uh, hopefully it'll be next week the full show with all the bells and whistles that make this tolerable. Uh, in the meantime, take care of yourselves and each other. Have a lovely game week 36. We'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. The draw, 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 draw.